Okay, cue jingle. Cue jingle. There it is. Hello, Jonathan. Greg, Greg, Greg. Hello, sir. How are you today? I am actually pretty fantastic. How are you? Yeah. yeah? Damn. I'm, I'm doing very well myself, but I want to hear what, what what's so fantastic. I, I we have we've talked about this briefly before. I, it turns out, am a swimming pool person. Oh, yeah. I have now here in Palm Springs, of course, I have access to swimming pools in ways that I did not when I lived in Seattle. And I have certainly identified uh, that I enjoy floating around in a pool, but I also enjoy swimming laps in a pool. And between the pool here where I live, where we live, and the Palm Springs community pool, I swim laps pretty much every day and I really like it. So, yeah. Short version is I feel great because I'm getting exercise. I also ache because my joints hurt because I'm getting exercise. But uh, <laughs> most mostly I feel good. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. That's great news. That is it's great awesome. news. Yeah. It's Swimming awesome. is the best. It is. It's low impact, little to none, unless you hit the wall, which I've done. Um, and, <laughs> and, um, and, and yet it, it's, you know, it's got weight resistance because you're swimming through something thicker than air and all yeah. of those stuff. So yeah, it's where they... It's where it's where the magic happens when you get older. It is, yeah, and it, I mean, interestingly, all of that is true, and all of that would be a really good reason to do it. And I, but the the reason that I do it is it's fun. Yeah. the The temperature of the Palm Springs community pool is it turns out eighty degrees at least for me is the absolutely perfect temperature. It feels incredibly refreshing and yet not at all cold. Our pool right now is too cold uh, for oh. me to do more than about. 15, 20 minutes worth of swimming, um, mm-hmm. I start to get too chilled. But yeah, I do it mostly because I like how it feels. Who knew? That's great. So yeah, yeah. so there's that. I have not yet swam today, but I will later. Uh, mm-hmm. Why else am I good? It is lovely in Palm Springs today. It has been oh. a remarkably cool spring and first day of summer. Mm-hmm. Is today the first day of summer? Uh, it is. It's the longest it's, day of the year, isn't it? It's the longest day of the year right now today. It's downhill so, from here. Yeah, exactly. That's so it, yeah, folks. so I'm really good. How are you today? John? Oh, just great. I'm. It's also up here in Seattle. Beautiful, sunny. Mm-hmm. It's a little chill at. Well, it's yeah. it's 63 degrees, which for those of you who are up north with me, uh, is pretty darn good. It's yes, clear. I was say, not bad. <laughs> no, it rained yesterday. It was pouring cats and dogs the other day, mm-hmm. uh, which which of course uh, you know. Kind of limits how much you go out, but uh, you know, for, right. for for people who like Andrew and I who go out a lot, uh, it's nice yeah. to stay in. Yeah, that's Have a good a point. Yeah, yeah. little excuse. Sure, I am missing uh, big rainy days. Not gonna lie, uh, yeah. there's gonna I'm gonna need to get up to Seattle one of these days and just visit and have and have there be a big rainy day because <clears throat> I'm missing that. In the meantime, it's awful. I just keep going to the pool and keep walking around outside. You <laughs> keep getting tan and <laughs> keep getting tan. Yeah, Bad. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes. Well, what are we talking about today, Jonathan? Uh, hey, um, you brought up this is this, this was your your idea, and I love it, and I can't wait to jump in with both feet. You're talking about um, the benefits and and the wonderfulness of eating vegetarian. Yes. 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 That's right. And for those of now listeners, stay mm-hmm. with us for a moment. If you are an omnivore and you are mm-hmm. reaching for the off button because you don't want to hear 
a whole bunch of stuff about cauliflower. This is a safe space for you. I will say that. <laughs> um, what I'm interested, what I'm interested in talking about is, uh, I, I am and remain an omnivore. Uh, some of the uh, vegetarian dishes that I have made and that I've eaten, and why they're great, uh, yeah. and then also some of the some of the benefits both to my body and to the planet. Um, when I reduce the amount of meat that I eat, but yeah, not going to be a whole thing about why you should all be vegetarian because no. that's, that's neither Jonathan nor I are, uh, nor do I expect we will be by the end of today. No, so, no, we're not talking about that at all. So that's, although you were a vegetarian. I was, I'm, I, I consider myself a recovering vegetarian and uh, I was a vegetarian for close to 11 years. Uh, most, mostly, you know, and, and now and again, and I won't say I was completely strict we did occasionally have fish, or we'd have something like that. Mm -hmm. um, but but for 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 almost the uh, for almost eleven years, and that was you know. But then, and I, I frequently ask, you know, why, why would you stop if it was so good? And the answer is, um, I got tired of being so fit, <laughs> and so and having so much natural energy. I just got sick of it. So I was sick of it. I'm like, you know. The, I got to, I got to fatten up a bit. So anyway, uh, no, honestly, it was, um, uh, I was vegetarian and then, uh, I was new, newly back into the dating scene after uh, my mm -hmm. first marriage. And I found on match.com with a little vegetarian, uh, button clicked that my pool of available, uh, people to go out on dates with was oh, wow. pretty small. So yeah. I unclicked it and suddenly, Oh my gosh, everyone was there, <laughs> including Andrea. And, ah. uh, yes, I, I, we worked together if you met at work. Um, but, mm -hmm. uh, I saw her, I unclicked the vegetarian. I saw her on match.com. I said, Hey, I know where you work. Like a goofball. Like, doo -doo -doo. <laughs> she comes running over. She goes, don't tell anybody I'm on that. I'm like, go on a date with me. And then, um, here we are. <laughs> from what I know about the two of you, that sounds exactly right. Actually, <laughs> like a verbatim exchange. <laughs> hey, don't expose me, man. None of your business. Hey, go on a date with me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, something like that. Yes. Anyway, you get the idea. Well, I have not. I have not been a vegetarian um, as mm -hmm. a as a lifestyle choice or as a as a what, dietary choice. That sounds right. But I regularly eat. You know, like I'll have a meatless day or a couple of days um, because there's so much good stuff to eat that is not made of animals. Mm -hmm. And and it's and not not to say that like. I'm like, oh, I'd really rather have, you know, a cheeseburger, but instead I'm going to have this this inferior product. No. Right. Something that's a dirty kale burger. Ugh, right. God. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, so that's what I want to talk about mostly is uh, some of the things that we have both prepared and eaten that don't have meat in them, but yeah. I think people should try. Well, you know, and, and let me tell you, I, and 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 I just want to jump in really quick with with one of the reasons that, that I went vegetarian in the first place because I did not certainly yeah. grow up with it. But I grew up in a very meat forward home, um, and and I think I've spoken towards this in uh, in my in in, in other uh, uh, of our podcast sessions. But you know, it was it was kind of the surprise crockpot life. You know, I, I'd get home and I didn't know what was in there. So I, it was always a mystery. Like I'd pop it open. There's a chicken or there's a roast or there's some head of some animal or something else is just in there. And, uh, but, but it was, you know, th that that's, that's the kind of stuff that we, that I grew up with. Um, I was, I was stationed in, uh, in, in the middle East and my wife at the time 
volunteered with the local vet. Now you might wonder why is there a veterinarian uh, stationed in the Middle East on a military base? Well, I'm glad you asked that. Yeah, yeah. Here's, here's, here's the answer. Uh, yes, you can bring in your home pets, your cats, your dogs, your whatever camels that you have, and you bring them in, and the vet's like, you know, poke prod. They're doing great. Send them home. But the main reason that they have veterinarians in the military based over there overseas is because we source many of our meats and foods locally. So their job is to go to farms and processing plants and make sure that they're up to the standards that Americans uh, or Western mm -hmm. uh, nations are, are used to. So that being said, uh, we, the, the vet at the time, I forget his name, but he invited uh, my wife to go as she was working at the clinic to go and help him tour a meat processing plant oh. in Saudi Arabia. And I went along with, because I had never been to one before. And the very and that night we were vegetarians. So uh, right <laughs> like immediately, and not and not I just because that. I get it. I never had any illusion like, hey, well, how does meat get to your house when it's just it right. just comes in a store? Right. Well, I, I understood yes. the process. I got it. But uh, this was well. First off, let me say they chose to not work with this plant, and it was just oh. Horrific. And that, that really held me for a while. So, so, you know, hats off to all of you um, uh, hunters out there who, uh, who, you know, who, who dress and, and, and fell and all the things that you do uh, to process the, the animals when you, uh, when mm -hmm. you bring them down, it's, uh, but, but, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, a lot of it's done with, uh, uh, with, with kindness and with, uh, with respect. Uh, these animals not being treated that way. So mm -hmm. that being said, it, um, you know, it, it really kind of hit me. What I found was that was the launching of a whole new level of fitness and a different kind and source of, of energy. I found that I ate uh, like a variety of, of vegetarian foods, meals, and, and, and ingredients that, that, that would go together because your body still needs things. It needs sure. certain yeah. proteins. It needs certain fibers. It needs these things. And that's, that, that's a more, I mean, it, it, the, a lot of the, for meat eaters, it's like, oh, well, there's the steak, there's the chicken, there's the, the sure. and that's where the protein comes from. But you don't have that. You have to combine things. So your legumes and your beans and your vegetables, mm -hmm. and, and when, when combined in certain ways, within certain proportions, those equal the proteins mm -hmm. and the other dietary requirements that your body needs. So you can stay healthy. And, um, mm -hmm. and that took some, that took some research. So, um, yeah. You know, we, we, uh, you know, in, in the military, you always have like a free gym, but you know, it, it's really, you get some people who are pretty unhealthy and <laughs> they don't oh, make okay. it out there. And, 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 uh, I was certainly one of those. We just had some horrendous working hours, uh, for, for a period of time there that, uh, uh, that, that we were challenging and we didn't always get a workout in, but I tell you, once we switched to a primarily, uh, primarily vegetarian uh, yeah. diet, um, it really helped to shed a lot of the, just the, just the yuck. And I also didn't crave, and I'll, I'll say this as well. I stopped drinking milk when mm -hmm. I was young, when I was in my twenties, because I, I, we didn't have it for about a month available. Mm -hmm. And then I went back and drank it again and I didn't feel well. So I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'm over milk. And then I stopped, you know, and, and I thought, well, cheese kind of makes me feel a little funky too. So I, I didn't do pizza. But what I really found is when I went to, when, when I, when I was on this vegetarian, especially in the beginning diet, I didn't crave the sugars. Oh, and that was a big, 
shift for me. Yeah. Because I, I've got I've got a pretty pretty prominent sweet tooth. I probably have many here, here. Sweet, sweet teeth. <clears throat> sweet yeah. teeth. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I, sweet sweet tooth is is a challenge for me as well. That's a perhaps a different different day, different conversation. Um, I have I have occasionally opted out of meat for a week at a time or a couple weeks at a time, but never for very long um, uh, because it hasn't been a thing that's driven that's driven me. I haven't feel, I haven't gone to see a meat processing plant. I think I might come to the same conclusion that you yeah. did. However, after seeing it, um, what I find though is I have put effort into um, improving the quality of what I eat. And very often that means making things myself. So, you know, I, for, for a number of years, I'm sure you remember, um, margarine as a butter replacement was really, you know, sort of pushed, you know, corn oil and margarine and things yeah. like that, um, as a replacement for butter. And there, of course, you know, those, some of those products have lower cholesterol than butter. Some of them don't, some of them are not better for you. And what I decided for myself based on, on the information I could find is that, what was better for me was moderation in mm. butter products rather than replacement. So I, I use regular butter, but I try to moderate, you know, how, where I use it, how I use it in the, in the dishes that I eat that have it in it. Similarly, yeah. when I look at, uh, at, at meat and, and the fact that I eat meat now, um, uh, as I did last week and the week before, mm. um, sort of limiting the days, limiting the meals. If, you know, if I have a day where I have meat at all three meals, that's, it's overwhelming. And I feel yeah. it in, in my body as well as feeling like I've, I've not made good choices for the day. So mostly for me, it, it ends up being, um, how can I uh, be, how can I moderate? How can I moderate my intake so that I, so that I'm paying attention to what I'm eating that I'm paying attention to my cholesterol, which I take a medication for, that I'm, you know, sort of aware of how I'm how I'm affecting my own health. And then also, you know, the thing that we know is is that the meat industry um, is a significant contributor to greenhouse gases. Oh, yeah. The fact that we are we're raising as many cows and chickens and pigs as we are um, for food, uh, we're significantly impacting greenhouse gases. And so by reducing my own meat intake, you know, I, I start to participate a little bit better uh, as a as a member of the human race that wants the planet to exist. Yeah. Uh, after I'm gone. So. No, absolutely. So and, and all and, of that. Yes. Yeah. I was gonna say all of that leads me to uh, just some of the interesting recipes that I really enjoyed. Now, do you have, do you have a go to? Do you have a favorite? Like I'm going to do a meatless Monday, or you know, which which is kind of a big deal. Like you like like you had mentioned yeah. in, in a, when we were talking earlier, like meatless Mondays. Just, just if, if if every American family took a meatless Monday, you know, once once a week or a couple times a month, like the the impact, not just we, environment aside. I mean, environment's incredibly important. We all have to Huge. live in it, so yeah, yeah. Um, but 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 that aside, like just in your pocketbook, um, yeah, because you know, meat 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 ain't cheap, right? So it ain't cheap. Um, yep. And and uh, and and beans and legumes. So so, but there's there's like a big impact. There really is, um, and. I think that, to your point, if everyone, it, you know, the the obesity problem in the United States and the health problem and the fact that heart disease is such a problem, you know, meatless Mondays or something like it <clears throat> ends up being a great way for us to try to get ahead of that. Um, so your question, do I have a go-to? 
I don't really do a meatless Monday, but I end up having probably one day a week where I don't, where I don't have meat during the day Um, or where, you know, I mean, I know eggs, I think eggs technically are meat um, depending on, on who you ask or when you ask them, but it ends up being um, almost situational. So for example, uh, I love cheeseburgers. Oh, I want, I want to, I'm going to let that just be out there in the world for a minute. I love cheeseburgers. <clears throat> However, I have learned that what I really love about cheeseburgers is the combination of tastes and textures, crunchy iceberg lettuce and that a little bit of salt on the tomato and the taste of the tomato and then mustard. If I've got mustard, I love mm. American cheese and a cheeseburger and then some toast in the bun that gives it some crust. Um, all of that ends up being part of the whole flavor profile of a cheeseburger. And it turns out that for me, a veggie patty on that burger, um, a, a neutral flavored veggie patty very often is just as good, maybe even better than mm. having a meat patty. So there's a burger place that's near where we live in Palm Springs, mm-hmm. where I just went the other day called Heyday. Um, mm. Wonderful. Uh, they apparently used to be a food truck and then they opened a, uh, their own restaurant there on Palm Canyon. Uh, so burgers and fries is their whole things, you know, like really thin smash burgers. Well, they have a mush, a vegan mushroom patty. Oh. So, you know, I tried it out like by itself and yeah, yeah. it definitely sort of is, it, you can taste the mushroom, you can taste other things. It tastes great just by itself. It tasted great. And in the burger, I did not find myself missing the beef. Yeah. I had cheese and I had iceberg lettuce and I had tomato and I had mayonnaise and I had mustard and it was all the things I love on a burger and I loved it. So my approach ends up being more that, that I, I'll arrive at a place like that to eat and I look and see what they've got, um, what what the options are and choices are, and then ask some questions about their, um, their uh, veggie patty, their meatless patty. Um, I've mm-hmm. not been a fan of the, the new, what is it? Uh, Impossible Burger uh, is one. Um, mm-hmm. I forget I've the not had the other one. one. You've not? No, I've not um, had one. You, you don't care for I, it? I have nothing but respect for what they're trying to do. It is entirely plant-based. It's a vegan uh, It's a vegan product. I think it's vegan, at least vegetarian product. Um, it looks in the package like hamburger. And and it. I think when cooked, it ends up resembling hamburger pretty well, too. So their mm-hmm. target audience is those people who are making the shift from, you know, I could never not have a hamburger to having uh, something like um uh, like this, what's it called? Impossible burger. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. However, for me, it, I, it, it was just dissimilar enough from beef that I noticed it. <clears throat> and I didn't yeah. like, it was the texture and the flavor. And it's like, be a, be a veggie burger, be a mushroom burger, be a brown yeah. rice and lentil burger. I like brown rice and lentils. Yeah, um, yeah. And so when I've had a product that's trying too hard to be, in this example, beef, it, that doesn't work for me. So I'd yeah. rather just have a good patty. I think I think that's a really good point because there's so there's so so often you you hear you know people joke about vegetarians like well no one's trying to make a a, a steak taste like a carrot you know it's why vegetarians really want meat but they just don't want the whatever um, and it's but, but it's but it's kind of true like there's a lot of really good tasting things that don't have to yes. try to be beef. Right. Um, I remember (laughs) 
you know, and, and in different countries and different places, you know, some of our favorite fast food chains will, will offer something that's a little localized so that it, it kind of hits hits that market, right? So, you know, like in, like in uh, I think McDonald's yeah. has, in, in Japan has ramen. I think they have, yes. like there's some other things, right? And, and in, um, and, and, and in, in the Middle East, when I was there, we had um, these patties, these, these McDonald's uh, mm. patties that were uh, are you familiar with an Indian food those triangles the samosas the delicious yeah, and, yeah. so mm-hmm. imagine a patty made of that filling and those spices Ooh. oh it was so good so so like <clears throat> so that's a great alternative um and uh and as are uh, you know just uh you know like you said just the regular veggie patties my favorite yeah. veggie patty when I was in, and if Please. I went, if, if I had to stop for fast food which is not my my favorite but yeah. if I had to stop, uh, my favorite is Subway, believe oh. it or not. And Subway has an outstanding veggie patty. Even now, that as, really? as someone who eats meat, I will go and my Subway order is this. Veggie patty heated on a flatbread mm. instead of a bun, right, or roll. So flatbread, veggie patty with all the vegetables that I can fit in there. Um, a little bit of the, the Southwest Chipotle sauce and yes. done perfect really that's it's it's great and their veggie patty is who, i don't know who designed that who put that together for subway great oh, job right on you, you knocked out nice yeah one of my that's favorites. awesome i've not had that i've actually gone to subway and gotten a cheese sandwich so basically mm. just uh so no meat but cheese and they have so many great vegetables so cheese and a zillion different vegetables and mustard or mayonnaise or both and salt and pepper and that's been a satisfying sandwich if i'm Often, if I'm on the road, same thing. Um, but I haven't yeah. tried their veggie patty. I mean, not every, not every, not everyone carries it. I found. Ah, I, I've been be in it. a yeah. few, so you always have to ask. Do you have the veggie patty, and if they have right. it, I I highly recommend that. Nice. Yeah. Um, what about recipes? What's a recipe that you like to make? Um, with well, uh, I, you would I'm gonna, I'm, you had mentioned you had mentioned a great chili recipe that you have. Yes. Right? So I so I won't steal the thunder on that one, but but I certainly like. I really love a good, a good, you know, vegetarian chili. So, but, but I don't yeah. have a, I, I, I just use whatever's available and, and chili spices. Right. So that I don't have a recipe. Sure. I just, I kind of make yeah. a garbage chili, just whatever's available. Yeah. Nice. Um, That's always yeah. good. Yeah. Well, so I, I, I love recipes and I, I, um, I love trying out other people's recipes and America's test kitchen is one of my favorite sort of go-to for recipes that the mm-hmm. magazine they put out was called cooks illustrated. Uh, they also put out Cook's Country, um, and and that's a different brand. I don't really know how they differentiate. And America's Test Kitchen is kind of in, in the middle there, too. I got a, a vegetarian chili recipe for them some years ago that I've made a number of times, and it's amazing. And, of course, they do a lot of experimentation. And in the recipe, they identify the ways in which mushrooms have a flavor component called that ends up being called umami which is a flavor component that is in meat. It's also in things Mm. like soy sauce and anchovies and also in mushrooms. And so for that reason, this recipe takes a a whole lot of mushrooms and they actually uh, get uh, put through a food processor. So they're basically, you know, ground down to little tiny bits of themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, So what you think, so what you're eating is, you know, there's three different beans in it. So it's black beans and pinto beans. And I forget the third bean. So essentially a bean chili um, mm-hmm. with chili powder and vegetables. But but part of the sauce is this mushroom mix that that lends a really deep flavor 
yeah. uh, to the final product beyond what would be there if it was just mushrooms and celery and carrots, uh, excuse me, uh, onions and celery and carrots and spices and beans. And so yeah. I've made that a number of times. Um, mm. It doesn't taste mushroomy. Um, it doesn't, I wouldn't say it tastes meaty, but one of the things that I think meat gives to a lot of different dishes is some different complexity, different layers of flavor. Um, you know, there's, there's, I, I'm not going to describe this well, but um, there's a depth and a complexity to a flavor profile that comes to a dish that has meat and a number of other things in it. And mushrooms do something similar. So mm -hmm. it's a great one. If, if anyone who is to look up um, uh, America's Test Kitchen, vegetarian chili with mushrooms, I bet you could find the recipe. Oh, I love it. That's great. I, um, yeah. we, ha have you had much tofu? Have you been much of a tofu person? In your, in not much. Time? I've not been a yeah. fan historically. I, I wasn't either. Uh, but, but, you know, I, I, I didn't really know what to do with it, but there's certainly a lot of mm -hmm. cultures and, and countries that do. Um, one of, one thing that took me a while to get it right, but then it was really good when I did is, uh, yeah. is Thai seared tofu. So you can, Ooh. uh, and it's got all sorts of great spices and it's, it's a bit of a lengthy, of a lengthy process, uh, at least, you know, it, when it comes to, 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 to preparing, you got to make sure the tofu is really firm. And, um, I oftentimes would freeze the tofu or chill it. So it's really, oh. really firm when you, when you're working with it initially. Um, but anyway, all that being said, uh, yeah, it, there's, there's, there's a lot of, there's an incredible number of, of great recipes out there. One thing I would, I would say that I read about is that you Americans, especially, um, overdo it with the amount of tofu when they go vegetarian. So oh. though it is a very high, it's got a lot of protein in it. It's got a lot of great stuff going on for it. Yeah. Um, but, but, <clears throat> but if you look at a lot of other cultures, you'll, you'll see a very small portion of tofu being served yeah. along with many other things uh adjacent to it so it would be like maybe along with a salad or with a much larger uh dish that yeah. has lots of other things going on for it um whereas you know americans oftentimes will, will look at this block of tofu and like well that's replacing my steak so i guess i'll eat right. this block of tofu or whatever <laughs> it's like, okay everybody slow down a little bit um you know it's it's also in in, in the portions and you want to well, make sure that that you have that balance yeah and here's my question for you jonathan so in your time as a vegetarian one yeah. of the things i have read so when I when I have when I early early days when I thought oh maybe I should be a vegetarian and I sort of was given the same information that yes you're going to have to eat a whole bunch of tofu because you're going to have a need for protein that doesn't come elsewhere and so but yeah. since then I have read and heard that there are lots of great protein sources that are not tofu and are not meat mm -hmm. that you know if, if cottage cheese is the thing that I enjoy eating and you know and that even broccoli has you know protein in it not like a steak or a tofu but. The conclusion that I've that I've read is that you don't actually have to go into major protein finding mode. That you can yeah. easily sort of work those things into your diet. Was that your experience when you were vegetarian? Yeah, you just got to work it in. That's exactly right. And and having a yeah. variety of those ingredients. We're talking like you mentioned broccoli. Yes, spinach is huge. Asparagus. Yeah. Artichokes, potatoes, sweet potatoes have protein. Brussels sprouts. Um, yeah. They they've got a lot. So and then and that's not even getting into like the lentils and Brussels sprouts and right. other things that that just just inherently have protein in them. So so yeah. you know with a little I mean, really five minutes on Google and you can find all sorts of different things you can right. find. And, and, and yeah. when they come together, you're like, Hey, that's the most delicious stir fry I've ever had. Like those are right. full of protein and it's great. So, yeah. um, 
Yeah. Or you could just be that like me, uh, where, where we were, you know, some somewhat lazy vegetarians is it was just, uh, you know, pasta. <laughs> That's, yes. You know, in a, in, in, in a nice light, uh, in, you know, tomato yeah. sauce, no meat, but you just, you know, pasta is a good thing. Sure. I, and I will say that when, uh, when I decide that I'm going to have a meal that doesn't have meat in it, those are my two go-tos. One is, as you say, pasta with tomato sauce. And once I had learned how to make my own tomato sauce with pasta, mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't have jarred tomato sauce hardly ever anymore because it's so easy to make sauce and it's easy to make a meatless sauce. That's mm-hmm. amazing. And the second is stir fry to your point. I can put all kinds of really great vegetables into a stir fry and not really miss the meat. And it's not, you know, yeah, it doesn't feel like a great sacrifice. So, yeah. uh, but those are the, my two go-tos. So midweek, you know, just want something to eat. Don't feel like eating meat. Um, yeah. Then pasta with red sauce or stir fry ends up being my go-tos. Yeah, really like and they're and they're a great yeah. great alternative. Um, one thing, and I I know that that's, that maybe some of our listeners have, have run across this before, but and there's a bunch of recipes besides just making pudding. Uh, uh, chia seeds, chia seeds. Oh if yeah. You, if you don't use them, get to know them. Uh, spend some time with it. Uh, you'll find uh, a million recipes out there for what to do with the chia seed. But as far as an energy source and and a protein source, it is cheap. It is easy. Uh, and you can put it on a lot, you can put it in a lot of stuff. It can, it can, and it's it is very really good pudding. It's yeah. super good pudding. I mean, yes, I put it aside, but I mean, it's good pudding. Yeah. But there's a lot of other choices. Yeah. Good to know. There's a lot of, a lot of All choices. right. Yeah. We are Another bumping thing. up against our time. Again? So fast this goes. Come on. When we talk about food. It just goes so fast. So, uh, I love this conversation. It's gotten me yeah. inspired again to look at, um, ways that I can remove meat a little more deliberately uh, in my diet. Yeah. And, and I like this. So what I'll do is I've got a couple of my go-to kind of fun recipes that I like uh, nice. when it comes to the, when it comes, comes to vegetarian meals, excuse me, I'm getting yeah. choked up. It's very emotional, this talk. This, you know. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm going to put, so when this, when this drops uh, next week uh, or, or this, you know, when it drops, um, I'll put this on our Facebook page. And I'll add a, a link with uh, a couple of my recipes. And Greg, if you've got a chili recipe or something you want to add in. I will in, find that one. Yep. Yeah. I'll find that one that I mentioned. Yep. Yeah. We'll put them out there. Okay. And I'll include that too. All right. All right. Well, great. This is good. Thanks, Greg. Jonathan, this was so great. I enjoyed the heck out of it. Yeah, me too. And uh, now I think I'll go eat some some cheese or something. Something nice. vegetarian. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> is that really? All right. Oh, listener, thank you for being Thank you, listener, for being with us. Uh, as always, Thank we you. appreciate you. Uh, please leave us a comment on our Facebook page um, because we would love to hear from you. We sure would. Okay. Take care, everyone. All right. Bye now. Bye. You've been listening to Tasty Gents, a geeky Palm Springs to Seattle podcast. Okay. Cue jingle. Cue jingle. There it is.